Myrtle Beach is the beach. 60 miles of bright sand, water, and a wealth of wonderful music playing day and night. You can step into a simple beach bar and discover a surprising level of exciting musical talent. A place to kick back and groove to the enticing soundtrack of the most unexpected vacations around. With nothing but good vibes floating through the warm ocean air. Plan your own music-filled trip to America's Jukebox at visitmyrtlebeach.com. Welcome to Podcast One. We hope you'll support our sponsors who bring you these podcasts absolutely free and with limited interruptions. And of course, we appreciate you listening to this show, which will get started in just a second. Since 1983, Eddie Trunk has been the voice for fans of rock, hard rock, and heavy metal. A best-selling author, host of TV's That Metal Show, and seven national radio shows, including Trunk Nation, daily on Sirius XM. Interesting. Eddie offers the world his news-making interviews, passionate analysis, honest commentary, and who knows what else. So welcome to the Eddie Trunk Podcast. to another episode of the Eddie Trunk Podcast, new every Thursday, podcast1.com and iTunes. Coming to you from the Hard Rock in Tulsa, Oklahoma this week. Apologize for uh, the audio quality here at the top if it's a little bit different than it normally is. Two things going on. Got a little bit of a cold and also I am doing the open segment here on my iPhone. Sometimes when I'm on the road, requires me to be a little bit resourceful how I record these things, don't have all my equipment. But don't worry, our feature interview coming up on this week's podcast will be pristine audio quality because it was done in a regular studio. But just talking to you at the top here a little bit, got to do it from a mobile location. And this time I am in my room at the Hard Rock in Tulsa, where I've been for the last couple days. It's been a lot of running around as usual. The end of the year for me is as busy as anything right now. Usually things wind down a little bit at the end of the year. Not the case for me this year. Tons of stuff going on, tons of events, tons of travel. Running things down for you, um, well, when you hear this on post day Thursday, I'll be making my way back from Tulsa. Had a great week here doing work from their radio studio and had a lot of cool guests on, including Miles Kennedy, including Kurt Gooch, who wrote a great book on KISS, uh, hosted a couple shows. I hosted Lita Ford and Jack Russell's Great White over at the IDL Ballroom here in Tulsa last Friday. Saturday, I flew from here to L.A., Hosted the Frontiers Records shows, uh, show with L.A. Guns, Jack Russell, Warrant, and the River Dogs. And uh, now I'm getting ready to, well, if you're hearing this, fly home on Thursday. And then on Wednesday of the following week, I will fly to Houston. And the last two appearances for me of the year are in Houston and Dallas. On the 14th of December, I will be in Houston and I will be at Proof Rooftop Lounge, L.A. Guns and Enough's Enough are performing. I'll be hosting that earlier that day. I'll be doing my Sirius XM volume show from Proof. Also, for you guys listening on uh, in the Houston area, on the 15th 
of December, I will be doing and looking forward to returning to do this because it's been a little while since I did a free-for-all Friday with a live audience. But I am absolutely going to be doing that again, and it's going to be in Houston. The last one I did was in Houston. This time, if you're in the Houston area, listen up. Bombshells 290. Uh, Bombshells, a a, a restaurant bar in Houston. There's multiple locations. If you're in the Houston area, the location I will be broadcasting from is 14191 Northwest Freeway. Bombshells number 290 at 14191 Northwest Freeway in Houston. That location will be hosting a live free-for-all Friday of my SiriusXM volume show, Trunk Nation. When we do the live free-for-all Friday deal, uh, we include people in the audience coming up asking questions. It's really a blast. So join us. doesn't cost any money. And come on down to that uh, just-announced event, which will be a week from tomorrow, if you're hearing this on post day, Friday, December 15th. be a great way to spend a couple hours together. Come down, watch the radio show, maybe even get involved in it for a free-for-all Friday. Of course, the night before, 14th, Proof Rooftop Lounge in Houston. I'll be doing the radio show from Proof as well that afternoon. Of course, the show is 1 to 3 p.m. local time in Houston. I'm just not sure yet, and I'll post on social media if the show on Thursday will be open to the public. Friday definitely will be. So come Friday for the free-for-all. That'll be a good one. Proof, Friday, uh, the Thursday night before, then fly over to Dallas. Saturday night, uh, the 16th final appearance of 2017 for me. And that will be at the Bomb Factory with Ace Freely, Warrant, Dockin. I don't know if Warren's on it. Dock in L.A. Guns, a bunch of bands, Bomb Factory, Hard Rock uh, Holiday Party to end the year. So that's what's going on. Dallas on the 16th, Bomb Factory, Proof Rooftop Lounge in Houston on the 14th, and live broadcast on the 15th for a free-for-all Friday. So if you're in Houston, if you're in Dallas, hope to see you come down and join us. As usual, all information about my appearances on the homepage of eddytrunk.com. Be sure to follow on Twitter, at eddytrunk. Uh, just been a crazy whirlwind, man. Been running around doing a lot of different things and lucky to have all this work and lucky to have all your support. Remember, Trunk Nation is live on Sirius XM every day, Monday through Friday on Channel 106. That is volume. It's a 100% talk and interview about rock show that I do and uh, have fun with doing every day. And we have some great guests on there. And here on the podcast, you get a little sampling, very little sampling of what we do on a daily basis on that radio show. So I hope you join me on volume each and every day. The show is heard live 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern time. It replays every night, 9 to 11 p.m. Eastern. It's on demand on the Sirius XM app as well. Got a lot of good stuff. We just came off of a great week of shows. Miles Kennedy was on with me. Just did a big uh, debate with Aerosmith, Tom Morello, Slash, and uh, Mike McCready chimed in on that. So, so much good stuff we do on a daily basis on volume. And here on the podcast, like I said, you get maybe a one-fifth, if that, of what we do every day. But I try to bring you an interview, and they, they come to you courtesy of the show on volume. The interview for you this week was with Billy Gibbons and is with Billy Gibbons of, of course, ZZ Top. I had Billy in the studio because last week, last Wednesday, I hosted an event with Trace Adkins in New York called Wall Street Rocks to raise money for wounded veterans. 
and we had a great time at that event. It's going to be a TV show that's going to premiere on December 23rd. I'll let you know where very soon, but it's going to be a great hour of TV with some great performances. Trace and I hosted it all for a great cause for wounded veterans. So I did that uh, just before flying here to Tulsa and uh forgot why I just told you that, but <laughs> my mind's in a million different places. But yeah, so, uh, the, oh yeah, because of Billy. So Billy Gibbons played that benefit. And the day before, he came in my studio to promote that benefit and just have a conversation, of course, about his amazing career. So it was great having Billy Gibbons on. I met Billy a couple times, but this was the very first time I ever interviewed him. And I think you're really going to enjoy the conversation. So Billy Gibbons of CZ Top, again, from my volume show, coming up shortly on this week's Eddie Trunk podcast. You're going to enjoy it. No doubt, an absolute legend and a pleasure to talk to him and look for him and the other great artists performing on this Wall Street Rock show uh, that'll be airing December 23rd on various TV outlets. I'll let you know where and when and all the details maybe on next week's podcast. As usual, again, the website, eddietrunk.com, social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Eddie Trunk for up-to-the-second news, info, and updates. want to thank the Hard Rock in Tulsa. Always so good to me. They've got a great radio studio here. Great to do my radio show from here kind of been my home away from home ever since I started coming here over 10 years ago for Rocklahoma. I'm recording this on a Tuesday. Tomorrow I'm seeing Alter Bridge here in Tulsa before flying home. Love that band. Miles Kennedy, like I said, coming on my show tomorrow. Has a new solo record coming out. We'll be talking about that and uh, uh, I'm sure a whole lot more. So looking forward to that as well. So a lot of good stuff going on. Uh, Impossible to cover it all on the podcast. I try to touch on a little bit of it here and there. So that's why I urge you guys to keep up with social media. And please join me on the show on volume each and every day, because that is where we talk rock each and every day with you guys. Uh, anything I got to tell you? I'm trying to think of anything else. I'm, I I want to get all everything out before my voice goes because, like I said, I've been battling a cold and a little bit run down. I I thought we'd get getting a little bit of a break before the holidays, but it's going strong for me right up to the very end here. Um, got cruises coming up too. It's looking like I'm going to broadcast from the Moody Blues cruise. It's looking like we're gonna well we're definitely going to broadcast from Cruise to the Edge and the Monsters of Rock cruise. So. A lot of broadcasts coming up from the high seas that you will be getting in the uh, in the very near future as well here on the Eddie Trunk podcast. Maybe we'll give you a little sampling of them at some point, but they will be live on the volume show. I'm going to uh, let us get right to the interview here right at the top. So instead of taking any more time from me, let's get to uh, a man who is a living legend, Billy Gibbons. I saw him the night after we did this interview uh, interview perform at the show in New York that I just mentioned for charity, turned in a great performance, and we're going to talk to him about all sorts of fun stuff. So get ready for Billy Gibbons of CZ Top on this week's Eddie Trunk Podcast, and I will be in touch with you guys soon. Uh, Keep up with what's going on with me, social media, come out to these appearances if you're in Houston or Dallas, and I'll be talking to you guys, uh, of course, next Thursday for another all-new episode. But let's get a break in and come back with Billy Gibbons on this week's Eddie Trunk Podcast. The Eddie Trunk Podcast. When you are looking to buy a car, you want to make sure that you're getting real pricing on actual inventory, don't you? 
Well, unfortunately, a lot of times this isn't the case because people configure cars online and they only later find out they're not available. Well, with TrueCar, you get real pricing on actual inventory. It's not pricing offered by TrueCar, but pricing from an actual dealer. And not just any dealer, but a TrueCar certified dealer. This is carefully curated network of dealers committed to transparency and offering you a competitive market price. Using TrueCar, you can easily find the car you want. Next, TrueCar will show you what other people in your area paid for the same car you're looking for, and now you know what a fair price is, so you can feel confident. Over 3 million cars have been sold to TrueCar users by the TrueCar Certified Dealer Network, and there's over 13,000 TrueCar Certified Dealers nationwide. You'll work directly with a TrueCar Certified Dealer contact. TrueCar users, they are more likely to enjoy a faster buying process when they connect with True Car certified dealers. And True Car users, they save an average of over $3,000 off MSRP. So when you're ready to buy, visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Some features are not available in all states. Hey, my name is James Petrogallo. I'm Jimmy Wisman. Please join us every single Tuesday for Crime in Sports. So fun. You like sports? You don't have to. Let's just set up a context and find out what an idiot did wrong. What I do like you say? It. I'm in. We're going to do that each and every week. We take an athlete, we break him down, we make fun of everything he's ever done. Yeah. But in order to do that, we have to build up and tell you all about their career and get you to what, James? To grace. grace. And then right. watch them fall from grace Who as they inevitably like do. Join us. Big criminals, small yeah. criminals, sports you've never heard of. Yeah. doesn't matter. It's the crime. It's the comedy. It's such a good time. Join us it. every Tuesday for Crime in Sports. You can join us every Tuesday at PodcastOne.com, the Podcast One app, or subscribe on all Apple products. Find us every Tuesday and laugh at people. This is the Eddie Trunk Podcast. All right, we're back. It's Eddie Trunk. And again, we got the Eddie Trunk podcast with an exclusive interview with Billy Gibbons of ZZ Top coming your way right now. Like all the interviews you hear each and every week, this interview happened on my Sirius XM show on volume, which is heard live on Sirius XM Monday through Friday, 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern time on channel 106 and replays every night, 9 to 11 p.m. Eastern is also on demand on the Sirius XM app. It was a great pleasure, pleasure to welcome Billy Gibbons to the studio. We had a really fun conversation. Check it out now. Billy, hey, good to see you, man. How are you? All right. Uh, let him get settled in and get in his seat here. No complaining on a day like today. A nice day, right? Yeah. Little, but you're a Texas guy. This has got to be a little cold for you. Well, you know, uh, it's unseasonably warm across the country, but I'll take anything. You, when there's no clouds in the sky, <laughs> it's all right by me. Do you still live in, in Houston, in the Houston area? On occasion. You know, the, the old joke is, where where do you live these days? We know you got a house in Las Vegas. We know you got a house in Hollywood, California. We live on a tour bus. <laughs> <laughs> but do you have homes in L.A. and uh, Vegas as well? Oh, yeah. you do. How long have you and had a place in Vegas? About a month. Oh, oh, oh yeah. it's new. Yeah, brand new. What but made it's you? An, it's an old, old house. It's a long story. Um, I ask this because I love Vegas personally, and I'd oh, love to yeah. live there one day. Uh, yeah, it's it is a it's a place. Uh, I was actually uh, doing a show off off once I got off the ZZ Top stage. We were taking a short break, but then I got pulled into working with uh, this other rambunctious group called the kings of chaos yes i know them well yeah that's your guns and roses guys you're the guy from the cult billy idol the chief matt sorum runs that whole thing right yes yeah. uh in fact i was just 
having a big laugh about this new new acquired property in Las Vegas. It was the wedding house of Bridget Bardot. Really? Yeah. Wow. So it goes back. It's old Vegas. Uh huh. When I say old, so is it downtown by like Fremont down in the downtown area? It's about it's about oh, sixty seconds driving from Fremont. It's, I love it down there. It's they they call it Celebrity Circle. Okay. And so I acquired uh, 601, which was next to 602, belonging to Dean Martin, which oh. was next to 604, which was Frank Sinatra. Oh, wow. <laughs> so so you're talking, right in the heart of, like, the real old-school Vegas. We're talking old, old wow. Vegas. Did you have to do a lot of work to the house? Oh, they're starting their demo. It's, it's, <laughs> oh, you're knocking it down? It, no, it's it's going to stand. We're going to raise the roof four feet and... Uh, no, I say we. No, they. <laughs> they I don't see are, on a ladder, Billy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's so. If, but if you had to say where home is, I know you travel a lot. But if you had to say what is Houston still home? Oh yeah. So that's still where you'd say your your home is. Yeah, the ZZ Top uh, headquarters. You know, the recording studio is still there, and you know we we still hang our hats. Got got can't get away from Texas as much as we've tried. You know. How did your area do with the recent storm? Well, it was pretty devastating for, throughout the community. Right. I've lucked out. Uh, I had a uh, the the my residence resides on a little tiny street with eleven townhouses overlooking Buffalo Bayou. Which uh, we were in Northern California when the news started showing speedboats going down our street. Right, <laughs> right, right. But. Uh, I, I lucked out. I, I didn't didn't take on a drop. It was m- miraculous, I guess is the word. Yeah, good. I, you know, I was there uh, doing a broadcast from the House of Blues like a week before it hit. And then I was gone. And the next thing you know, the street where the hotel was, I was staying. I was seeing the same thing, the footage of the boats, like, you know, and the highways I was on. And my friends that lived there were like, yeah, that's the highway I just took you with to go. You know, it's underwater. I mean, it's it was just unbelievable to see. Well, the good news... Um uh, the ZZ Top Tour had booked a show in in Houston, and it had been sold out a couple of months in advance. And and then this you know rising water took over the entire city. But fortunately, uh, when it began receding, it was decided that we should should continue on, and we were able to raise a uh, hundred thousand dollars for uh, the the charities that were you know, suddenly mm. enlivened, but that got the ball rolling and and we felt really good about being able to come home. First of all, we felt really good about being able to play. The show must go on, right. which it did. Right. Uh, Billy Gibbons is here. Uh, I've wanted to have you on for, I've, I've seen you a couple of times, of course, at the event that we're both a part of, uh, which is going to happen tomorrow, which you're here to talk about. But uh, I guess it was two years ago last that you played it. Uh, here in New York, and when it was at Highline Ballroom, yes, and we spent some time talking. I said, one of these days, I got to get you to come in and do the radio. So I'm so glad you're here, and I know we have limited time, but um, it's it's good to get a few minutes. And we should, uh, before I get on to other things with you, and maybe grab some calls from the audience before you have to go. We should make sure we mention and tell everybody about what's happening tomorrow because it's a special event for a great cause. You and I have been a part of it for a while, but it's called Wall Street Rocks. And this year, they're upping the ante a little bit. Bigger venue, TV, and all that sort of stuff. Um, Why is this so important for you to be a part of it, uh, Billy? Well, uh, we've got to tip our hat to Trace Adkins, Mm -hmm. who's been a voice, um, a rising voice, uh, in support of uh, 
really, I, b- I believe the word would be a proper focus on some of the issues that surround so many of these guys that, uh, you know, put their lives on the lines for our freedom. And, you know, just saying that resonates, it, it strikes a chord that, that really resonates deeply with right. most Americans. Agreed, yeah. So it's a it's a good thing. Yeah, and Trace, I've never met Trace, uh, but he's going to co-host it with me this year. So I'm going to be working with him starting tomorrow, and I'm looking forward to, to meeting him. Do you know him well? Uh, well, yeah. We we in fact, I saw him this morning just to uh, spread the good word, and he is pumped. Yeah, so get ready. <laughs> you know, he's a big, big, tall guy, and that that great big voice of his. You yeah. Know. Yeah, I've seen him on the commercials, I think the Wounded Warrior commercial and everything, and he's definitely, uh, he seems like a good guy. And again, anybody that's uh, donating their services to this tomorrow, you've got a, a lot of great musicians like yourself. You've got Richie Sambora, Orianti, Dave Navarro, Sam Moore. Oh, yeah. Who else I'm forgetting at the moment? There's others. I've got the ad right here. I should mention them all. We just came from rehearsals, and I was on the way out when Sam was on the way in, mm-hmm. and he says, you're not going anywhere. <laughs> I said, okay. <laughs> Uh, we should met. Oh, Nancy Wilson. Oh, yeah. From Heart, of course. Uh, she will be there as well. And Robert Randolph, tremendous talent. And uh, Lindsay L., uh, Joe Don Rooney. Trace Atkins is not only co hosting it with me, but Trace is performing. I will do nothing but co-host because I have zero musical talent. That's why I do what I do. (laughs) Well, hey, we can all play the radio. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And then this is going to be broadcast on December 23rd. The outlets will be announced soon. So the, the whole idea here, which is most important, is first of all, if you're in the New York City area, it's open to the public. Buy a ticket. Come down. Terminal 5 tomorrow night. I think we get started around 730. And, uh, and get a ticket and come and join us and see this happen live. But wherever you're listening, because I realize this is a, a national broadcast across America and Canada, here's the good thing. When this airs on TV, not only will you be able to watch Billy and all the performers, but you will also have an opportunity, much like a telethon, to go to a, a text link or something and donate to help all these men and women from the military. So it's going to be great across the board. And it should be, I think the great thing about this year that it's now going on TV is it will have a life to raise money beyond just what we do in the room tomorrow night. Oh, yeah. And speaking of that, uh, Terminal 5 is a really splendid venue. And for those that may not be able to make it, as you pointed out, the uh, the telecast that will unfold December the— uh, They say 23rd, and the I outlets so. will be announced, yeah. Yeah, it'll be uh, something to— something. It'll be a spectacle to behold. Yeah. What have you got planned? What are what are you going to be? You're going to be doing some ZZ Top songs, but you're going to get up and jam with other people. You still working some stuff out? Oh yeah, a uh, little of everything. Yeah. Um, uh, the ZZ Top tour, uh, it'll fire back up. Uh, of I think m- around March of the coming year. Uh, in the meantime, I'll be doing. I'm going down to Australia with our hot rod builder uh, buddy from California, J- Mr. Jimmy Shine. Mm-hmm. He and I uh, have been invited to present the Billy F. Gibbons Jimmy Shine Pick of the Show Award. Okay. And uh, it's a long way to go, but uh, hey. Where there's hot rods, fast cars involved, we'll go. <laughs> Do you still have? You've always been a car collector. Do you still have the cars from the old videos, like Sharp Dressed Man and everything? You still have them? Oh yeah. yeah. Where are they? Uh, the Eliminator Coupe, the famous little red uh, '33 Ford, is on display at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame over there in 
Cleveland, Ohio. Mm-hmm. It's still yours. You've just loaned it to them. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, in fact, uh, one day I'll get to drive it. <laughs> but, you go check on it, make sure the tire pressure's right. Yeah, yeah. Change the oil, even though it's just sitting there. Yeah, <laughs> see if it'll fire up. Batteries charged, and then uh, Cadzilla, another one of the uh, famous. Uh, I call it the TV and movie car scene. Uh, it's on display at the Peterson Auto Museum in Los Angeles. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. So between, I mean, if you're in the museum mood hit it yeah yeah did that whole period of time for for zz top i mean how prepared for that were you did that take you by surprise did that shock the hell out of you i mean the band had a huge history before that but nothing to like the level of when eliminator and the videos i mean i worked in a record store at the time there was a point where we weren't even taking eliminator out of the boxes we were cutting open the boxes and stacking (laughs) them on the shelf and it's like what do you want cassette cd vinyl it was like boom boom i mean like hotcakes for for you guys, what was happening in your heads? I mean, did you ever see that coming as you were making that record? Well, I I think uh, uh, of course now, uh, Sirius XM is you know leading the charge globally. People, uh, uh, you know, there's there's a tape uh, tape trading community that uh, if if you're if you're listening to one show, you want to be able to hear the one that you couldn't listen to when you were listening to the other one but uh mtv back in those days was uh just now starting to percolate nobody knew what was going on nobody had any idea if it were going to catch on in fact i remember uh frank beard the ZZ Top drummer, the man with no beard. <laughs> it's, it's always the best. I, he, you got to tell me how that happened, yeah. too. <laughs> well, he, call, he called me, and he called Dusty, and he said, hey, man, are you guys hip to this concert that's going on? And and we dialed it in. After about five hours, I called him back. I said, Where, when does this thing end? Well, we didn't know. MTV was oh. 24-7 music channel. And then uh, the next thing you know, we got involved. Eliminator came out, hit the streets, and we've we've been not looked back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, I, I imagine. I mean, like I said, you had a, a a very you know good career going at the time, but that was a whole different beast. I mean, suddenly you're being recognized. Suddenly, I mean, the the level of fame that came with that. I, I, I mean, did did it affect the three of you in different ways? Did everybody, you know, how, how did everybody handle it? Well, uh, back to Frank Beard, the man with no beard. He's, uh, he said, well, yeah, you guys take the front. He said, I'm the guy that can go to the shopping mall and not be stopped. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Frank. And then back in those days, did you ever have to, to go to the mall or the store? Did you ever rock a disguise? Did you ever put the beard up, tie it up, or put a mask or a hat on or something? Well, we can go out one day a year. And uh, it's called Halloween. <laughs> hey, wow, man, good costume. You look right. like ZZ Top. <laughs> Where a lot of people probably dress up like you guys. You're, hey, you're just yeah. like a ZZ Top guy. <laughs> yeah. There's a funny story about that. The guys in Kiss, Ace Frehley's a good friend, and he told me that when they played Dodger Stadium on Halloween on their reunion tour, like 96, 97, they were going back to their hotels on Halloween night after they played Dodger Stadium. And they hit massive traffic like a mile or half a mile from their hotel on whatever street they were on. So they all said, screw it, open the van. We're going to get out and walk. And they were in costume. Yeah. And nobody's, hey, you guys look just like Kiss. It's a great job. And it really was (laughs) them trying to beat the traffic to get to their hotel. Yeah. Uh, ZZ Top and Guns N' Roses uh, joined forces about 
oh, a couple of months back. And uh, we were we did a show together in San Antonio, Texas. Yeah, I heard about that. And uh, we got there the day before, and the the hotel where we were staying was situated right next to a great Mexican restaurant. And uh, I was sitting there, sitting at the bar. We were going to get you know some enchiladas, tacos, and uh, somebody tapped me on the shoulder. and says, "Can can we have a photograph?" And I said, "Oh, sure." And I turned around, and there were three slashes and th- and three axel roses <laughs> same deal so. how did uh, how did it go playing with guns you you also got up and jammed with them yourself too not zz top playing with them didn't you get up and do some stuff yeah uh, a couple of weeks ago they came through uh, houston we were back in in texas and slash called me up he says all right i know you're in town get over here yeah <laughs> so we, yeah we got up and uh, did the closing number with him it was uh, what'd great, you play what was fun. it well, you know, everybody knows uh, a couple of the big hits. Um, the uh, the funny, I said, Slash, uh, uh, what 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 shall we do? And he said, uh, I'm not going to tell you. I said, Well, what key? He goes, I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> he said, You better know our song. So sure enough, we we did it. So did you, you did Guns and Roses with them. You did you play Paradise City, or what did you play? Or you, they played ZZ Top. What did you do? Yeah, we played uh, Paradise City. And we did kind of a medley. It, it was uh, was kind of drawn out. A portion of it is is now you can catch it on YouTube. But you didn't know going out there what the hell they were throwing you no, into. No, that was the big challenge. Oh my gosh! Uh, yeah. No pressure, man. Yeah, I said, "Come on, Slash, give me a give me a break." He said, "Nope, we're gonna go do it." I said, "All right, fine." So <laughs> strapped it up and went on out. You 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 made. You know, passing reference to the fact that Frank Beard is the only guy in ZZ Top without the beard, of course, named Beard. But but for you for you and Dusty, the beard thing that that was not something that was premeditated, right? It's just kind of something that happened, right? Yeah, I think it, we just got lazy. <laughs> Put the razor aside, got lazy. Did you realize it was going to become a thing like now? Especially in hard rock. I mean, guys rocking beards like you, it's commonplace. I mean, tons of guys have them. Yeah. Way more extreme than that even. Yeah. Uh, I think Dusty came up with the phrase, but he said back in the day, he said, ZZ Top, yeah, we, we're immune to fashion. <laughs> but, you know, uh, trends change, and I guess we're kind of in step these days wearing some two-foot doormats on the chin. <laughs> Did you ever think of knocking it off? Did you ever think of cutting it? Oh yeah, we've we've been approached a couple of times, uh, uh, but we're not sure what's under these whiskers. <laughs> I said no thanks. If you were to lose it, you could pro- you probably could easily walk down the street without people knowing. I, like if you wanted to get that sort of uh, jolt again, where you could just go anywhere and not anybody ask you for a photo or anything. If you completely went clean shaven. I, I can't even imagine what you'd look like, but you I guarantee you most people would have no idea. I'm not so sure that coming back we're since we're not sure what's under here, <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure nobody wants to see it. <laughs> and one other thing I gotta ask you about ZZ Top that I always thought was amazing. I mean, there's so much I want to ask you, but again, we have limited time. Few people want to talk to you, of course. We'll take a few calls before you have to go if that's cool. But um it's remarkable to me, and maybe some amongst uh, beyond all the amazing music and records and everything, that I don't know if people acknowledge and talk about enough with ZZ Top because it in this day and age of music, it's truly remarkable. The same three guys, yeah, man. the entire 
time. That is unheard of in the yeah. music industry. How is that happening? Separate buses. <laughs> <laughs> You truly all hate each other, <laughs> yeah. and you just stay out of your way. Oh man, no, we're we're you know going on. Well, 2019 will mark a a really golden anniversary for the band. It's 50 years. Wow, same three guys. That's. I mean, that is just. I don't. I don't <laughs> think anybody's had that run. Uh, most marriages don't last. No, that God, long. no, <laughs> my God, no. But I don't think there's ever been a band. And maybe I'm wrong, but to my thinking, a band that has ever existed that long consistently with the original members. Yeah, it's something to something to behold. But you know, we still dig it. That's that's uh, if if it weren't for you know having those good times on deck, we'd probably figure out something. Somebody asked us, well, what, if you weren't doing ZZ Top, what would you do? You know, a, a, a pharmacist might be a start. <laughs> <laughs> but other than I don't know. Well, you do some acting. You're in the show Bones. I mean, you do a few things here and there. You you like to jam with a lot of other people. I mean, you you pop up with people and do stuff on other people's records. I mean, that's still a lot of fun for you too. So you you get your opportunity to flex your creativity outside of working with Frank and Dusty, which has got to help, I would think. Oh yeah, yeah. We that that is the one thread that uh, runs deep between the three of us. Uh, we we genuinely. We dig getting to do what we get to do. And personality-wise, over all these years, you still all you get along well enough? You, 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 you all sort of still enjoy each other's company? Yeah, and there's that, uh, of course, that musical thread. We all grew up listening to pretty much the same kind of stuff with that deep sense of admiration for the great American art form called the blues. Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's a good thing. And the only other band that even comes close to having the run that you guys have had with original members that I can think of, which ironically is also a trio, is Rush. And and when I've asked Getty about this, he said to me, well, one of the things we did when we first, the three of us first came together, is we said we're never going to let things get heavy. And business, this is a trio. Everyone's going to be third, a third, a third. And there's never going to be drama over money and control. And he said we've never had a hiccup along the way. Yeah, and they've the, the three of those guys. I mean, they're kind of done now, but they existed in that form for over forty, well over forty years. Yeah. It's amazing. When you speak of the trio, I don't think you really have time to think about anything else because it's a hundred and ten percent for all three guys in any any form of a trio. It's it's concentration and focus, and uh, and then if you enjoy it, that's the bonus. Yeah. Hey, let's hit a quick break. We'll have a few more minutes with Billy Gibbons on the other side. We'll try to work in. A, you want to? You okay talking to a couple callers? Oh, yeah, man. Bring Grab it a on. few callers for Billy. And uh, I mean, because I could talk to him forever, but I want to include you guys. That's why it's a live show. So let's grab a few people. Say hi to Billy Gibbons again. See Billy performing tomorrow with the host of great artist Wall Street Rocks charity event. I'll be co-hosting it with Trace Adkins. It's happening at Terminal Five in New York City, and then December twenty-third, you'll be able to see it on various TV outlets. Let's hit this break. We'll come back with. Some more with Billy Gibbons next. This, this is the Eddie Trunk Podcast. Hey, let me tell you guys about ZipRecruiter. If you need a, some great talent for your business and you're short on time, you don't have to get lost in a huge stack of resumes. I mean, who wants to deal with that, right? Nobody. What you need is the right tools. You need smarter tools. 
With ZipRecruiter, you can post your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards with just one click. So you can rest easy knowing your job is being seen by the right candidates. Then ZipRecruiter puts its smart matching technology to work, actively notifying qualified candidates about your job within minutes of posting, so you receive the best possible matches. That's why ZipRecruiter is different. Unlike other hiring sites, ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on the right candidates finding you. It finds them. No wonder 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get quality Yes, quality candidates through the site in just one day. ZipRecruiter, it is the smartest way to hire. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by growing businesses of all sizes and industries to find the most qualified job candidates with immediate results. And right now, my listeners can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash trunk, T-R-U-N-K. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash trunk. One more time, try it for free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash trunk. Podcast One has new shows on our new app. Check out all the cool features to help you explore our exciting new programming, like America's Lakers podcast with Jay Moore, Sessions with Randy Jackson, So Random with Corinne Olympios, Attack Each Day, the Harbaugh's podcast, Not Just Sports with Susie Schuster and Rich Eisen, and Sound of Success, the Dick Enberg podcast, as well as your old favorites like The Lady Gang, Steve Austin, Shaquille O'Neal, and Adam Carolla. Get the new Podcast One app in the App Store, Google Play, or PodcastOne.com. This is the Eddie Trunk Podcast. During the commercial break, we were able to find a way to carve out a little extra time with Billy. So we will keep him here until about 3.15 Eastern. Let him get out of here, get ready, and rehearsed for the uh, the big show tomorrow night at Terminal 5 for Wall Street Rocks. So... The people that are on hold that are waiting to talk to you, we're going to do that because they hit another break coming up real quick. So we're going to do that right after the break. We'll give you that 15-minute block from 3 to 3.15 on the phones. A few more things from me then before we go to the phones. Uh, ZZ Top, always touring, always active. What's happening going forward? Do you guys have a layout for 2018? Well, we start back on the road uh, uh, right about the 1st of March of the coming year, 2018. Uh Historically, we uh, we try and keep these holidays uh, family friendly. Mm-hmm. All the crew gets to go home, and uh, uh, of course, uh, we're we have our recording studio in California, and then we've got uh, you know the the old standby in Houston. So we'll be going uh, between uh, Turkey Day, Thanksgiving, which was a, a, the start of a great holiday, and mm-hmm. we'll carry it on through the first of the year. I've got a. a a couple of nights booked with another group called The Jungle Show. That's myself, Jimmy Bond on guitar. Okay. Charlie Sexton, uh, he gets to take a leave from the Bob Dylan tour, so he's going to join us. Does Charlie Sexton play with Bob Dylan? Yes. Now? I didn't know that. Oh yeah, he's been a good. He's been a cornerstone. I loved his early records on MCA back in the day. He had some great songs back then. I didn't know what happened to him. I didn't know he was with Dylan. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he holds down the the musical direction, I guess, uh, and, and I've bumped into him in in Spain and then uh, again in Switzerland. So he said, "Hey, man, I heard about this jungle show that you you're going to put on down in Austin." I said, "Yeah, it's day after Christmas, twenty December twenty six and twenty seven. And I said, "Why don't you join us?" So he's going to. Where are you doing it at? 
uh, it'll be at Antones, the famous blues oh, club. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Wow, that sounds really special. That's very cool. And then uh, we'll just kind of hang around uh, New Year's Eve. I'll get to take the stage with Willie Nelson, which will be the sixth New Year's Eve that we've done together. Really? Yeah. Comes you, at midnight. You smoke weed? Uh, well, if you're a, if you're in the building, yes. You have to. With <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, you have yeah. to. It's mandatory with Willie Nelson, isn't it? Of course. <laughs> I think that's like a, a great moment to be able to say you smoked. I mean, for a fan to be able to say, I don't even smoke weed, but I would do it if Willie Nelson was there, just because it's Willie. Yeah. Well, this event happens at the Moody Center, the big venue in Austin. Yeah. And uh, Willie's statue is right out, right out front, oh, of course. Wow. But yeah, you walk into that building, and ten thousand Willie fans are <laughs> there to, you know, contact high. Yeah. <laughs> Rock on. <laughs> hey, one other quick thing here from you. I wanted to ask you, yesterday, Jimi Hendrix would have been 75. Wow. And you, of course, had a history with Jimi. Uh, your early band toured with Jimi. You, you, I, I said this, Vernon Reed was here the other day, and I asked him. Of course, he didn't know Jimi, but you did. Do you think at 75, Hendrix would have still been active and playing guitar all these years? What, do you, you ever think about what he would have done? More than likely. He was, he, yes, I would say so, because of his his inherent dedication to taking the instrument to places that had never been taken before and taking music where it had not been taken before. He was he was a dedicated guy. Yeah, so he would have been a lifer for, for music, you think? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Absolutely. All right, so Billy is here with us. We're going to have 15 more minutes with him on the other side of this break. You guys on hold, don't kill me. Promise you we're going to let you guys talk to Billy Gibbons right after we get to this on this week's Eddie Trunk Podcast. This is the Eddie Trunk Podcast. Hey, have you guys checked out the new history scripted drama series Nightfall? Every Wednesday, you can check out episodes 10 p.m. Eastern and Pacific. Nightfall is set in medieval France, tangled in politics and conflict. One headstrong and courageous Templar Knight Landry will lead his order of warrior monks on a life-or-death mission to find the lost Holy Grail. Control the Grail, you control the world. you got to check out Nightfall. Hopefully you guys are watching this because it really is a cool show. And uh, again, new episodes on Wednesdays at 10 p.m. Eastern and Pacific. Nightfall is an A&E Studios original production in association with Jeremy Renner's The Combine and Midnight Radio. There's 10 episodes total, and there's a lot of cool stuff going on. This season takes viewers inside the medieval politics and warfare of the Knights Templar, the most powerful, wealthy, and mysterious military order in the Middle Ages who were entrusted with protecting Christianity's most precious relics. Check it out, Nightfall, everybody, Wednesdays, 10 p.m. Eastern and Pacific on History. The Eddie Trunk Podcast. Last thing for me before we go to the calls. While we've been going into breaks, Ed has been playing some of you know ZZ Top music, and I'm watching you listen to it in your headphones and kind of it's you know grooving on it and listen to it a little bit. Do you listen to your old your own recordings very often, or do you only hear them in settings like this? Well, I will be again here in a moment. Uh, once you and I wrap up, I'm going to go back and listen to our version of the great Sam and Dave track called "I Thank You" because mm-hmm. uh, just. 
just this morning in rehearsals, Sam came in and he said, can we do I Thank You? And I said, okay, let me let me refresh the arrangement. He goes, no, I want to do it ZZ style. Oh. I said, okay. <laughs> so you, you'll go back when you need to kind of refresh yourself on something that you did. Oh, yeah. 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 All right, let's get people on for uh, Billy Gibbons. I promise you guys a chance to talk to him. So here we go. This is Dan in St. Louis. Dan, you're first up. Welcome. Eddie, thanks so much for the opportunity. I'm, I'm, I'm done, man. I'm kind of nervous. Master Reverend. Hey. I got it. Hey, I got to ask you a question because your tone's been awesome throughout your career over the years on the albums. I mean, it still stands up today, your guitar tone. And I noticed you're playing through the uh, uh, some lighter gauge strings. Yeah. And I was I was wondering how that works because in, in the chain, somewhere you're going to lose, you know, that tone. Do you make it up in the amplifier or, or um, uh, you know, what kind of amp? are you using as far as transformers tubes any secret we're getting into we're there? getting into guitar geek stuff here oh, yeah. absolutely <laughs> well, tubes and gauge strings and you, you being you being from st louis uh our our good buddy ted cornbloom from st louis uh he picked up the uh trademark and started remanufacturing magnetone amplifiers out of los angeles and uh, that's a big part of it uh if you really want to beef up the sound don't uh don't pass up the opportunity to plug into a magnetone. That'll do go. it for you. There's, Good to talk to you. There's a uh, there's an endorsement right there. Jason in Mississippi. Go ahead, Jason. You're on with Billy Gibbons. Thank you for the opportunity, Mr. Trunk. Mr. Gibbons, it's a true honor. Um, I just want to say before my question, I think it's cool that you're playing at Antones with Jimmy Vaughn. And I'm sure you already know, but that's where him and his brother got their start at. Um, but my question for you was, um, uh, being a... As a, a fellow Texan uh, from the Beaumont area, I was just curious if you ever got a chance to meet Johnny Winter or or play with him or you know interact with him or uh, if y'all if you got any a quick story you can tell about Johnny Winter. Oh yeah, I'll hang up and listen. Yeah, Johnny was uh, he was an inspiration from way way back. Um, there's a couple of records from the early '60s that. Uh, you can still find it's on the radar, but uh, that's how far back Johnny goes. You've got to, when you speak of Johnny Winter, you're speaking of uh, a good Texas blues man that that did it right from the beginning. And uh, yeah, we still uh, we still we still listen to his records. Johnny's always there with us. Are there any guys today, young guys, newer guys that you hear that you can keep up with that you you're a fan of or that you think are are doing something special? There's a, there's some emerging guys, you know, whether it be Gary Clark Jr., whether it be Joe Bonamassa, guys like that, younger guys. Do you keep up with that stuff? Do you like what you're hearing from oh, the scene now? Oh yeah, uh, and I'm I'm uh, grateful for that caller to uh, mention Jimmy Bond, uh, another great friend who, uh, you know, he goes back into that Texas blues thing way deep. Uh, Gary Clark Jr. coming on strong. Uh, a Tim Montana, another guy that uh, he knows which end of the guitar is up. Mm. Uh, in fact, uh, his new song "Hillbilly Rich," which uh, uh, he he worked a bit with Kid Rock on on some of that stuff. But yeah, uh, right now, uh, keep your dial tuned in to Sirius XM because there is more music than ever ever before. Yeah. And uh, if you, if, 
Whatever you like, it's out there. Yeah, that's what I say all the time. There's tons of great stuff. It's just that it, we're not we're not in the day and age like when Eliminator came out where it goes on MTV and boom, it's right in front of you. you got to look a little bit. You, there's yeah. a lot more out to choose from, so you got to put a little more work in to find the good stuff, but it's definitely out there. Yeah. Let's talk to John, who's in South Carolina. Hey, John, you're on with Billy Gibbons. Thank you, Eddie. It's always good talking to you. Hello, Mr. Billy. How you doing? Doing all right there. South Carolina, I hear you talking. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, first off, I want to thank you. Uh, there, you, uh, you gentlemen put out a song that was kind of like the soundtrack of my life huh. uh, called Rough Boy. Oh, yeah. And I still think to this day that guitar solo is the best uh it just had some balls to it, even though it was a slower kind of paced song. It's almost spiritual. And uh, I, I just want to thank you so much for that song, especially when I was younger. I, I felt like, a, you know, I wasn't always the good boy. You know, I wasn't bad, but <laughs> I, I often felt misunderstood. And I didn't know if that song had any personal meaning to you because it sure felt like you, you were trying to explain either yourself or someone you knew. But I, I, I still think that song gets to me 40 years or however long it's been later. Yeah. yeah. And it's like the first time I've heard it. And, I, I, you know, that takes that, that kind of song, I think, comes from your heart. And well, I just wanted to know, you know, what you thought. Definitely does. Definitely does. In fact, uh, the recording of that track was rather interesting. We were living in Memphis, Tennessee, and we were down there at Ardent Studios. And... Uh, the 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 challenge was how do you you know the 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 solo is not you know dramatically long but it did require some uh, deep soul searching to get it right and i remember we waited until the the witching hour right after two in the morning you know the midnight hour came and went one o'clock right about two uh, ten minutes after two the bars were letting out and uh, the the feelings were running high so we we jumped right into it, but I'm glad you like that. We still we still play it. In fact, there's a version that we recorded live. We were over in London, England, and Jeff Beck uh, joined us on stage, and we delivered uh, a version, which you can uh, hear on um, the most recent ZZ Top release, which is... Uh, the the live the live CD it's pretty good. John mentioned that that solo that guitar solo for him is one of his favorite solos you ever did of the many great ones you've done. You just referenced the fact that it's was really kind of short and and came from a little bit of a different place for you personally as a guitar player. When you are there moments when you look back on the history of what you've recorded where you feel there's the two or three solos where you're like yeah that that's really those were the ones that those are your favorite that those are your moments are there songs that you that resonate with you from your own catalog like that oh yeah uh waiting for the bus jesus just left chicago lagrange right of course lagrange yeah uh, they gotta have sharp dressed man in there yeah. somewhere and one of the more recent ones uh i gots to get paid yeah which was uh off la futura uh that one is uh it, of course, we've said this many times. I think everybody knows that ZZ Top is, to experience ZZ Top, it's just about having a good time. But it's those solo things that uh, still resonate. Yeah, and when you come up with a guitar solo, how much of it is pre-planned versus times where you just are in the studio and you're just going to go for it? You don't know what you're going to do. Most of the time, it's just, let's go, turn it on, yeah. red light. <laughs> All right, let's get uh, Justin, who's in Tennessee, on with Billy Gibbons. Hey, Justin. Hey, wow, this is uh, truly an honor. 
I got uh, two uh, car related questions from Mr. Gibbons. Yes, sir. Uh, you got a metronome going, or are you trying to start a gas stove that's not clicking? What's yeah. going on? I hear the clicking no. noise back there. I work for FedEx Express, and I'm I'm making a left hand turn. Oh, it's turn your signal. signal. Hey, yeah. Hey, you know yeah. what? I give you a ton of credit for using your directional. It makes me uh, coming in here from New Jersey. Fifteen people cut me off not using a signal. So, Justin, you let that thing click all you want because I hate when people don't use their signal. Thank you. Let it click away. Right. Go ahead, man. Yeah. Uh, quick questions. Uh, what's your favorite hot rod to tool around in when you're just hanging around at your house for a few days and do you have any hot rods that's uh projects that you're currently working on yeah i was just talking to mr trunk about uh going to australia with our hot rod builder out of orange california mr jimmy shine and uh, we're going to take the whiskey runner which is a 33 ford oh it's chopped and channeled and repowered repainted uh it's it's one of the favorite ones in fact you can see that in the uh zz top video called uh, i gots to get paid and there it is it's one of the it's one of the favorite ones. Do you have a place, a central place, where you keep all your cars, or are they kind of spread spread out a little bit? Well, as we mentioned, uh, the Eliminator can be seen at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Right, Cadzilla and Copperhead are at the Peterson Auto Museum. Okay, and most of it's out in California. Right. Uh, let's get uh, Steve in Orlando on. Hey, Steve, you're on with Billy. Hey, Mister Gibbons. Hey, man, down in Florida. Yeah, sir. How are you? All right. Good. I, I want to ask you something uh, real quick here and see if you remember. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't know if it was 1973 or 1974. It was my first big, big concert at the, at the Coliseum in Madison, Wisconsin. Alice Cooper was headlining. Billion Dollar Babies just came out, and you guys were the backup backup band at the time. Yeah. And they announced you guys, as I remember to this day, there's a little-known band from Texas called ZZ Top. i never forget that. That's right. That's right. A and little old or a little-known band? A little old. A little, little old. Yeah, a little old band from little Texas. little old band, yeah. Well, it might have been a little known because uh, I didn't know of you guys at the time, you know. But, you know, you came out and, and you rocked. You did a hell of a job. You know? Yeah, Alice yeah. Cooper. Yeah, He put us on the map early on. That was You're right, 1974. and it was uh, 1974. I just did a uh, guitar solo. Uh, on his new uh, release, which is out on the streets now. Paranormal, yeah. Yeah, don't pass that one up. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's the, that's an interesting thing, too, about ZZ Top, is the, the amount of love for the band spreads across so many musical genres that, that I'm sure that over the years you found yourselves, before, of course, you were a headliner in your own right, playing on bills with a, a really eclectic mix were there ever any sort of really weird pairings over the years that you were like i don't know if this is going to work well believe it or not kiss uh, was the opening act for zz top in the way way early days that was a that was really a trip we loved it that when you great. walk so you see them opening for you were you like what that who that what the hell's going on yeah, here yeah wow check these guys out <laughs> that's really really something yeah uh, all right, let's get uh, time for a couple more quick ones, and then we're going to let Billy get out of here. This is uh, Russell, who's in Salt Lake City. Hey, Russ. Uh, hey, how's it going? All right, Salt Lake City. Good. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I've been listening to ZZ Top since I was in diapers. My dad got me, you know, listening to albums like Trace Hombres and El Loco and oh yeah, stuff like that. And so your dad bought you yeah. up right, is what you're saying? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, and it's actually funny. He's got a big beard. I mean, just like he could just walk into the band and just, I mean, he gets people on the street telling him, oh, hey, ZZ Top. <laughs> yeah. We've been trying to get we've been trying to get Frank Beard into the beard scene. Maybe maybe hey, have your dad come out to the next show, man. He's he's holding he's uh Frank is holding out. He won't do it, right? Oh boy. Crazy, crazy. Salt Lake City, you don't pass up the red iguana. Great Mexican food down down your part of the country. Couple more quick ones here. Ruben in Oregon. Go ahead, Ruben. Yeah. Hey, Reverend Willie G. Yay. Pleasure. All right. Hey. A, a few years ago, there was a documentary that was shot by Seattle uh, filmmaker Jamie Chamberlain, a rock and roll gearhead. Uh, you know, that was out on the independent film circuit, but was never released commercially on DVD or Blu-ray. Uh, where does that all stand at this point in time? And can I put in a request for a deep cut in the set list? Mexican Blackbird, and I'll take your... Uh, your comments off there. Okay, man. You got it. Mexican Blackbird. We still we still do it. I'll have to call up Mr. Chamberlain, uh, who's still in the Seattle area. He, he commutes between Los Angeles and Seattle and uh, does a fine, fine job uh, behind the camera. He knows which side of the uh, lens to uh, look through. It, this guy is, is really something. But, uh, yeah, we had a good time making that uh, little documentary. And uh, What was it on? What was the doc about? You or the band? Yeah, or? he was following ZZ Top around, just uh, what we do when we're not on stage. Everybody knows what we do right. there. But, uh, uh, yeah, uh, it was, in fact, I guess you could subtitle it uh, ZZ Top in Mexican Food Land. <laughs> <laughs> Steve in Kansas City. Go ahead real quick, Steve. Hey, Eddie, thanks. I appreciate the opportunity. I love your show. Still have my Fat Metal Show t-shirt, wear it with pride. So Thank you. I made absolutely zero money off of that shirt, but I'm glad you have it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Billy, uh, I know this is going to be a tough question, but uh, what is your favorite ZZ Top album? I'd have to say, um, uh, let's see, Rhythm Mean. I'd go with Rhythm Mean. It, it, wow, well, that's... It's an oddball because it's it's for it, first of all it's the it's the one pure trio record that we cut without overdubs. Oh wow! And uh, oh, wow, it's I don't know if it's the favorite, but it's certainly uh, one of the rarest, and uh, it's it's uh, it is unique. And that came to you quick. That wasn't so tough of a question. You you got that. You answered that pretty quickly. Yeah. Two two guys, real quick. Been waiting to get get in real quick, and then we're gonna let Billy go. Steve in Alabama. Go ahead, Steve. Man, I should have worn my brown trousers. Uh, okay, man. Hey, bro, brother Billy, you are my hero, and my dream is to jam with you sometime. Um, but my my question is, uh, what the concept and idea behind the video and song TV dinners? Oh, yeah. We were uh, down in Memphis, Tennessee. There was a little nightclub called Confetti. And uh, that was the that was the nightly destination. After we'd get off the session in the studio, we'd hit uh, hit the nightclub. And one one particular notable evening, there was a girl that walked in in a white jumpsuit. And uh, she was quite the knockout. And she had everybody staring at her. But as she passed us, all eyes were 
following her into the room. She had the word TV dinners stenciled on the back of her jumpsuit. Oh. Why? We, we still don't know. But I said, okay, there it is. We've been looking. But it for, looked great on her. Yeah, we've been looking for a reason. <laughs> we we got to sing about TV dinners. So there, that's the secret behind the secret. Wow, that's amazing. And final call, Gary in Toronto. Real quick, Gary, go ahead. Hey, Eddie, I love your show. Thank you. Um, uh, Billy, I love your band. I, I love your guitar playing, and I love your vocals. Uh, my question was, if you go back to the earliest days of ZZ Top, even before any recordings, uh, were you always going to be the singer, or did that happen by default, or how did that come about? I love your vocals. I'm just wondering how it happened. Well, thank you very much. Um, you know, Dusty, um, he steps up to the mic, and we, we being me and Frank Beard, uh, have to step back, because when Dusty rares back and lets it, Let's it go. It's it's a winner. Uh, I've got a version uh, soon to be released uh, of Dusty doing uh, one of my favorite Elvis tunes, an early one called Hound Dog. You ain't nothing but a hound yeah, dog. Yeah, sure. And Dusty just tears it up. Um, I, I guarantee you, when you hear that, uh, and thank you for the compliment, yeah. Um, so why didn't Dusty sing more? Oh, he does. He does. Uh, Frank and I have made it a policy uh, we, we've made it uh, part of the, the band ethos. The night is not complete until we hear Dusty sing. So, <laughs> is he got... a bit of a reluctant singer, though? Oh, no, no. He's, he's, he's fine he's, with it? Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, in right. fact, sometimes it's when you... Okay, Dust. But, uh, <laughs> hand it over. <laughs> Listen, man, I can't thank you enough for the time. It's, uh, it's great having you on. I hope we can do it again soon. And again, see Billy and all the other great artists tomorrow. Wall Street Rocks, a great uh, charity event happening at Terminal 5 here in New York. Get on down there and uh, look for it on TV coming soon as well. Thank Eddie, you, man. I'll see you tomorrow night. Eddie Trunk, thank you, man. This has been a great, great pleasure, man. We'll uh, see you tomorrow night. I greatly appreciate it. We'll yeah. see you soon. All right. Well, my thanks to Billy Gibbons of ZZ Top for joining me on this week's Eddie Trunk Podcast. Remember, we are new every Thursday via PodcastOne.com and iTunes. Katie Irizarry, as usual, is the producer of the Eddie Trunk Podcast. And remember, our interviews are courtesy of my show on Sirius XM Volume Channel 106. Please check out Trunk Nation, nothing but rock talk and interviews each and every day, Monday through Friday. Hope you join me on the show on volume. Hope you guys have a great week. Remember social media at Eddie Trunk, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. EddieTrunk.com is the website. All of my appearances on the homepage, including this coming Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. Proof Rooftop Lounge in Houston. Saturday the 16th, I will be at the Bomb Factory in Dallas. Hope to see you at those events. More information when we get a little bit closer. Probably be selling some merch, doing some signings, and hosting the whole nights, and doing some live radio as well. On the 15th from Houston, as I mentioned earlier, hope you come out and join me at Bombshells 290, which is at a, uh, 14... 191 Northwest Freeway. There's multiple locations. I'll be at Bombshells 290, 14191 Northwest Freeway in Houston, broadcasting live on Friday, December 15th, a holiday free for all Friday broadcast, free to get in, come down, watch the radio show, maybe even get on the air. So a lot of stuff going on. Hope to see you if you're in Houston or Dallas coming up very, very soon. I'll see you guys next Thursday right here, no matter what, for an all-new episode of the Eddie Trunk Podcast, podcastone.com, and iTunes. And last but not least, don't forget about my Amazon store. Anytime you're shopping on Amazon, 
Amazon.com slash shop slash Eddie Trunk. Check out my handpicked items from there. Shop through the rest of the site. Amazon.com slash shop slash Eddie Trunk. Have a good week, everybody. Spike's Car Radio here on Podcast One. It's comedian, actor, and writer Spike Ferrison sitting on the porch in Malibu talking to his famous friends about cars. My first guest is Jerry Seinfeld. He's right here. He was all right. Don't try to hug him. Or Chris Hardwick. I could feel everything on the road. I mean, it was right. basically like, it was like unprotected sex for driving. <laughs> Jeremy Piven. I hold you know what? I think you years. and Jerry are spiritually tied to cars. <laughs> and I respect it and I love it, but I don't quite get it yet, but I want to get it. Other past guests include Jason Bateman, Russell Peters, and even Adam Carolla. Mr. Adam I just Carolla. go with the queen. I mean, the king role has been filled, but the queen vacancies You're open. the queen of all media. Get new episodes every Wednesday at PodcastOne.com, on the new Podcast One app or at Apple Podcasts. And if you like Spike's show, check out our other car shows like CarCast with Adam Carolla, Everyday Driver, or Shift and Steer, exclusively on Podcast One. Myrtle Beach is the beach. 60 miles of bright sand, water, and a wealth of wonderful music playing day and night. You can step into a simple beach bar and discover a surprising level of exciting musical talent. A place to kick back and groove to the enticing soundtrack of the most unexpected vacations around with nothing but good vibes floating through the warm ocean air. Plan your own music-filled trip to America's Jukebox at visitmyrtlebeach.com.